Hey guys, Julie Salant, how are you? Welcome back, you guys. I'm thrilled that you are here. This is uh, 22 today, right? Master Life Path number 22. Dear and dear to my heart, thank you so much for being here. I am Julie Salant. I'm your intuitive healer for your life and business. I'm an animal communicator, a shaman. I'm a coach. I help people connect back to their hearts and find their true soul's callings, their soul's path, why you're here on earth. I also can speak to animals. Uh, that's my horse Zeus back there. And I can't, if, they, if they're here, if they've crossed over the Rainbow Ridge and also talk to humans as well that have crossed over. And I am here to help you along your journey. So I'm thrilled that you're here. Thank you so much for showing up, for watching. It means the world to me. And thank you for subscribing. If you haven't, please do subscribe right now. Um, comment on the videos. I love seeing your comments. And here at this station, it's all about life path numbers, right? And numerology. And it's basically your life path number is based on your birthday. An example, this is not my full birthday, okay? This is an example. If you were born in October, that's the 10th month. So you add numerical values to your month, your day, and your year. So the 10th month, and you'd add that up to be one plus zero, right? Equals one. If you're born on the 25th day, two plus five is seven. If you're born in 1983, it'd be one plus nine plus eight plus three. You out of those three numbers of your month, your day, and the year, and that comes down to one number, which originally, uh, what you for you guys, it would be 22, right? And you are a master life path number, which means that you're one of three. The 11s, myself, you guys, the 22s, and the 33s are all master life path numbers, which means we have reincarnated more than the other numbers. We've been around a little bit longer which also means we have larger missions, not to say that anybody has a small mission, but ours might be more complex, right? It may take us a longer time. And even for us as master numbers, we may feel that it's daunting. And to the point where sometimes you may never even start it because you're just like, how the hell am I gonna get this done? It's a big deal. Um, but I am here to help you and I'm thrilled to do so. So it's, it's my life's calling, it's, it's what I do, I love doing it. I've already asked the archangels to come in. The only bit of quick housekeeping that I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say everything's in the description box. If you wanna to donate to the channel to help me grow, I love that. Please tell your friends as well. There'll be a link down below for that. Um, if you'd like a personal reading for yourself or an animal reading, um, we can do individual readings or we do one month, three month or six month readings and all of that is linked below, okay, in the description box. So let's get into it. And for those of you who have never been here before, each life path number has um, a name, what they are, and a function as to why they're here. And then we have the good, of our attributes of what we're great at. And we also have a little bit of shadow work, which everyone has. And that's just things to work on, Okay. And you guys are the master builders. So you guys are brilliant teachers. You are hardworking. Let me put these on. Dependable, totally trustworthy, super productive, always get the job done. Very, very good spiritual understanding and knowledge and how to apply it in a practical way, which makes sense and helps everyone. You create brilliant works, which makes life easier for everyone else on the planet, right? You are you know, revolutionary in the way that you think. You're brilliant in your business, very big and ambitious, um, and you're unconventional in, your, in the way you go about things, which is so cool, in your actions, which is why you always would have felt like you didn't belong here as a child. And all the 11s, uh, the, all of the master numbers, I think, 
feel as though we don't, we never belonged here. And that also may be because you're a starseed or Palladian. If you're from one of those, if you're a starseed, you know, the 144,000, that's what I, I belong to that tribe. Um, that's a whole other realm of learning that I can give to you. And I'm not even that first on it. There's people that are way more first on it than I am. But that means that we are all here as star seeds, as Palladians, as light workers, as seers, as channelers, whatever your gifts are, we're all here to help the planet, right? Because it's really important that we all help each other. As I always say, I can't do this myself, you guys. I need you guys to be in the collective with me and help me out. So I really value you. And when you, when I shine my light and give you help, and then you can shine your light and help somebody else, that's the win, win, win for everybody. And then the earth wins because then you're standing in your power. And that's what it's about. Standing in your power, owning who you are and shining, right? And it sounds easy to say, it's not always easy to do, right? But that's why I'm here to help you guys and give you some tough love along the way. Um, so you are here, like I said, to build something which will help people's everyday lives in a practical and tangible way, right? Now, some of your shadow work lies in your comfort zone. You get too comfortable. Um, and also your standards uh, may be unrealistic and impractical. I know nothing about that. Yeah, okay. I know all about that, guys, right? Like, that's like you're speaking my language. Um, you constantly put pressure on yourself to be successful. You, uh, you frown on any kind of anything that, that doesn't let you be free to think or be the way that you are. You get very upset about that. You don't like to be caged in your thoughts, in your person. Freedom is huge to you. I'm the same exact way. Um, and you will berate yourself intensely. You are your own worst enemy. You will tell yourself things that you never say to anybody else. Um, you know, it's really crucial that you lighten up on yourself and others because you have the ability to tap into the messages of the universe and we need you, right? So, you know, everything that you do benefits humankind. And it's really important that you realize how special that you truly are. Um, I have actually started a new series and I'm gonna be teaching you guys the spiritual laws of the universe. And I'm going to still channel for you, but I'm gonna relate it to why it's important, right? We live in a world that has spiritual laws, which are laws. They can't be changed. They're fixed. They are made by the creator, by God, by spirit, by the universe, whatever you believe in. And so many of us don't even know what these laws are or even how to apply them. There are four sets of laws. Okay. I'm going to teach you each week about a law because I always wanted to do this. And I want to give you this information so that you can use it in your life and also so that you understand it from your life path because being you know you guys are master builders right you love to build you love to learn you love communication you love knowledge um and you take what you do very seriously um you have an extraordinary ability to turn a manifest an idea into something that's amazing, right? You are the builder, right? And each spiritual law is here to help us, right? And everybody that encounters the laws 
will have their own ideas of how it should and shouldn't work. And what, the way it works for me may not be the way it works for you. But what I'd like to do is try to get into, I can get into your perspective, hopefully, and give you some information around this law that I'm going to teach you today. And it will hopefully help you. So the spiritual laws, why are they important? All right. And what are they? <clears throat> All humans incarnate to experience life in a physical body. Remember how I always say that you're a limitless person, a divine spark of God, of spirit, but you're here living in a 3D world in this, it's our world is three-dimensional and we're in the lower vibrations and on earth in this human body, right? Um, earth is the place we learn our lessons in the form of situations, life events, and particular people. It is the way in which we deal with our life circumstances that determine whether or not we pass these tests. The aim of everyone who incarnates on earth is enlightenment or ascension, which is the total mastery of all the lessons offered. This may take many lifetimes to achieve our goal of ascension. Often our soul will want us to return to earth to meet the same people and experience similar situations in order to relive the challenge or to complete unresolved issues. That would explain why you may keep going around the same mountain over and over and over again, and you haven't learned the lesson. Just let that sink in for a minute. Have you been going around the same situation many times over in your life and you end up with the same thing because you're, you're doing the same, you're choosing the same thing. It's like, if I showed you two doors, you're choosing the same door every time but, and you're getting the same response. So spirit says, all right, take her around again. She didn't get it that time. And we do it again. And you still choose the same door. And you're like, Hmm, well, after about 10 times, eventually, hopefully the lights are going to go on. You're going to say, maybe I should shoot that door instead. Right. That's what happens. But you as a soul agreed to be here at this particular time. And as I say, this whole pandemic that we're going through, right. Whenever you found me, this is your message. But right now, as I'm filming this, it's May 2021, right? And here's the thing. We've all gone through a lot of stuff as a global people. And this is Mother Earth's way of resetting herself. That's what I believe. And also, this is why you're here. This is why you're ascending, you're transforming, and you're awakening, right? This is also why things that have worked for you for many, many years, maybe, don't work anymore. Maybe your um, marriage that you've had for so, so long, decades is not working anymore. And you're like, what's going on? Or you're at a job or you have your own business, which you've had for 20 years. Everything's been great, but now all of a sudden it's not working anymore. And it's not the money. The money's there. The clients are there. Something with inside you has changed. You're different. Why? And it all started with the pandemic, Right. This to me was a huge wake up call. This was an opportunity for you to get real, to get off our phones, to get off technology, to start talking to the people around us because we have to, and to start saying, do, do I even like you? <laughs> do I, who are you? Like, are you still the same? Because we're so used to not spending time with each other, right? So many of us, like, Maybe you got comfortable not spending time with your spouse and you only saw that person like an hour a day and that was it. Like you'd work all day, they'd work all day, you come home 
you have dinner together for an hour, you watch a little TV, go to bed, one stays up, one works, or both go to bed, whatever. But you only have a short window of time together. And now all of a sudden you have all day, Monday, all day, Tuesday, all day, Wednesday, and you're starting to be like, this isn't, it's like ships in the night. This isn't working so much. Why? Who are you? Right? Same thing with your job. And maybe if you were at your job, and as I was, I hated it every day. And as I said, it looked so good on paper, but every day I was going, and I just talked to a client the other day and she, she went through what I went through. Every day she's going to a job, she, she hates it. And it looks really good. It's a nice building. Everybody's nice, you know, good paycheck, lots of glass, but she's unhappy because she's not in alignment with her soul's mission. And she's not happy because she's not doing what she's here to do. And her soul knows it and her subconscious knows it. And now it's seeping into her conscious. And she's like, I know I'm here for more. I don't know what that is. I need to figure this out because I'm not happy. And I don't want to go through another year like this, right? Back to the spiritual laws. Spiritual laws are rules or patterns that can be applied to everything in the universe. It's useful and important to know these laws simply because of the universality, I don't know that word, universality, I'm sorry, I'm pretty good with words, but that's a weird one for me, of their application. It's kind of like gravity, right? Think about gravity. It happens no matter where you are on this planet, you've got gravity. It's not like we're in space where things fly around. You know, we're here on the ground, we stand upright, um, but there are laws of gravity, right? There are four sets of universal laws, the basic laws of life, the laws of creation, the laws of higher awareness, and the laws of higher frequency, okay? Within those categories, there are separate laws. Now, I'm sure you've heard of the laws of attraction. I'm not going to go over that. That has been to death. Like, if the law of attraction didn't work for you, and I never even saw that movie, The Secret, because I thought it was a bunch of bullshit. I'll just tell you right out. That's what I thought. Um, I never liked the law of attraction. I mean, I get it, but what happened was the reason why it didn't work was because they didn't give you all the information. They gave you like about one tenth of what the law is, and then people ran with it. And then when it didn't work, they were like, what's going on? It's kind of like, it's kind of like me giving you how teaching you how to get over the first and only the first component of an obstacle course. And you don't know the rest. You don't know how to get over the rest of them. There's 19 other things they, that go with it. So they didn't give enough background information. So what I'm here to do is I want to give you the laws. I want you to apply them to your life. Of course, that's completely up to you. But I'd at least like to go through a law a week with you, tell you about it, see how it feels for you, you know, and then let's get started and see if it's something that will improve your life because. I do believe it will, right? So let me just grab it here. Let's do this. I'm going to go over this law for you. So tonight I want to talk to, to you about the spiritual law of request, okay? The law of request teaches us to ask when our souls are ready with clarity and intention. It is our personal responsibility to ask for the things we need in our lives. With the law of request, Okay. And in the spiritual realms, you must ask for help. 
and I've said this before. So what that means is like right now, I've already called in the archangels, right? And my ancestors are here, but they can't help you unless you ask for help. You basically have to say, Archangel, keep it simple. Archangel Michael, please be with me now. And I ask for your help and they will help you. Otherwise, they are right there for you and they will just watch as things happen. They can step in if there's a life and death and it's not your exit point. But for you to really utilize their wisdom, their love and everything that they have, they want to help you with, you have to ask for the help because it's in the spirit realm, it's considered very bad manners to just jump in. Now, here's the thing. A lot of us, I said this in one of the other videos for the sevens, was I always grew up thinking that asking for help was a weakness. And one person was like, well, I don't know why you can't, you know, you feel comfortable Googling something, but you don't ask help from a human. And I'm like, yeah, good point. Um, when I was younger, we didn't have Google. We didn't have the internet, right? So you had to go ask for help. I guess I'll tell you what happened to me was like, when I asked for help, I always felt a little stupid and I shouldn't, but I did. And I also felt like, this is going to sound weird, but maybe you guys will resonate with this. Tell me if you do, that maybe that person would hold it over me, like make fun of me. I don't know. I just felt like I, I felt like I was giving power away when I asked for help, almost like I was less than because I should have known the answers. But of course, you know that anything you put a should in front of is never a good thing, right? So what I learned was asking for help is a really big deal in the best possible way. It's a tool in your toolbox that you need to use all the time or whenever you need it. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel embarrassed. Don't feel stupid. Don't feel like you're losing power. It's none of that. It's simply that you recognize that you need help in an area that you don't have the help. You're, you're just, you know, you just, you're, you're not there. You're not where you're supposed to be. And I had at one of my jobs, um, I searched for the answer for all day long. And my boss came over and looked at my desk and I, she's like, what are you like doing over here? And I'm like, I'm trying to find the answer. And she's like, who have you asked? And I'm like, nobody. She's like, this is the answer. And she gave me the answer. And I was like, thanks. She goes, what did you just learn? And I'm like, I should have asked for help sooner. She goes, yeah. You're a highly paid employee. You spent all day long searching for something, trying to figure it out when it's, I, I gave you the answer in a minute. You could have had this answer in the morning. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't think of it that way. I learned a big lesson that day. And it's not about pride. It's not about ego. It's just that you're asking for help and you have the answer. It's kind of like, if you asked me for help, I wouldn't feel weird about it. Or I wouldn't feel that you're weak. I wouldn't feel you're stupid. I wouldn't feel like you're losing power. And I wouldn't hold it over your head. I'd just be like, oh, let me show you how to do this. Simple, right? So asking for help is not a bad thing. It's a tool you need to use in your toolbox, period, end of story. Okay, guys, so here's the interesting part. The law of request, we are not to impose ourselves upon others. If you push yourself upon someone who hasn't asked for help, you prevent them from sorting out their own situation for themselves, hindering their own learning process. Also, when you force your help or advice onto someone, you bear the karma if it goes wrong. 
what? So here's the thing. If you are involved in a diff difficult situation at work, as an example, the experience and learning you gain from dealing with that problem or situation and overcoming it may be the perfect stepping stone to where you need to move on to in your career. In other words, the lessons that we're here to learn, if you are experiencing something, a lot of times you're going to need to learn the lesson yourself, no matter how hard it is, right? Somebody just can't come in and take over. So if I did that for you and I didn't allow you to learn your lesson and I just said, oh, wait, this is how you should do it. You're going to not learn your lesson and I'm going to get the karma for not for messing that up for you. So you kind of have to be careful how you handle stepping into people's stuff, right? Um, if they ask you, that's one thing, but like, I wouldn't go around volunteering because we're all on our soul's journeys, I say, and we're all have stuff to learn, right? It's super duper important that you are able to learn it. Um, as soon as you are ready to ask for help, you'll receive it. If when you're ready to accept the wisdom that goes with this, then the higher powers will align themselves to help you, right? And so, of course, it goes into, you know, you must ask the right questions. You don't just ask for, you ask for with clarity and open heart. So you don't ask for when, why, how, how come I'm not famous yet? How come I don't have a million dollars in my bank yet? How come this YouTube person started like only a week ago and they have so many subscribers and I don't have nearly that? Why? Those are not questions that you ask the universe for. You ask for something like, what am I not seeing? What do I need to know on my journey right now? What can, what could help me know what my soul mission is? You know, what are some of the gifts that I have that I don't even know how to, like, how can I use them better? What suggestions do you have that I could use them better? And how do you ask the realms that? Well, you start meditating, right? You start meditating and you start asking spirit. You start asking God, you start asking the archangels, right? For help. So now, why is this important for you? If you know that there's help available to you, you want to ask for it. If, if it's no big deal for you, if you feel comfortable asking, then you're just like, Julie, okay, well, how would this work for me? Like, what would trip me up? What would trip you guys up is that you guys have very high expectations for yourself and everyone else. And sometimes they're unrealistic because almost every master has that one, that component that they have very high expectations. They, ex and they expect perfection every time. Right. And when you don't get it, you get pissed and you have a temper tantrum. <laughs> and I'm just saying, I'm the same way. I'm not going to say I'm better than you. Cause I'm not. Um, okay. So you, because you have ego, because you have pride, you may not ask for help. Just saying. Some of the other things that are shadow side for you is you have a lot of nervous energy, extreme nervous energy. Um, I'm just reading this. So I make sure that I don't, I read this the right way. It says you can have extreme nervous energy and be very demanding. Not many 22s can fully harness their full energy. Directing and focusing your vibrations and energy may be challenging and difficult, right? Your shadow also lies your ability to uh, manifest because you mistrust others. 
because you of what you intuitively know to be true, right? It's almost like you take so much, you take responsibility so seriously that it's almost a burden, right? You have very high expectations. If you have boundaries, that's good. If you don't, you could have a lack of boundaries. I'm seeing a lot of you don't have a lack, have, have a lack of boundaries and it really hurts you. And actually, I want you to know that if you have a lack of boundaries, it's probably because one, nobody's taught you. Two, you may feel uncomfortable with them. And three, and here's the most important part. If you do not have lack of boundaries, you need them. Why? Because people run all over you otherwise. And you are self-sabotaging. It's a form of self-sabotage if you don't have boundaries. And I always used to think that boundaries were just kind of like, you're being mean. Like, I don't know. I was just like, mm. I mean, I know you need them, but only in extreme circumstances. And that's not the truth. You need boundaries all the time. And you need boundaries for everyone in your life. I don't care what it is. Like it can be a spouse. It can be a sister. I mean, it's not just for, you know, a manager or somebody above you or somebody you report to, or somebody you're training that's a, you're above them. It's, it's, you need boundaries because that's how you treat people, how to, to treat you, what you will and what you will not accept. An example would be if you're good with swearing and people swear all the time and it doesn't bother you, then fine. But if it does bother you, you have to just put up a boundary and say, listen, that really bothers me. I'd really appreciate it if you wouldn't swear around me. And probably they'll be like, oh yeah, sure. Cool. No problem. Fucker. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Um, but you teach people, even my horse, Zeus, let me tell you something. He's 17, one. That means he, I'm five, eight. He's three steps to get on one, two, three steps to get on him. If I ever fell off that horse out, like in the boonies somewhere, I don't know how the hell I get back on. I got to teach him how to like get down on his knees so I can get on like in the movies. Anyways, I digress, but, um, horses, same thing. You have to teach them boundaries, just like children, just like dogs. You have to teach them boundaries because if you do not, when I got this horse, he would walk all over me, like all over me. Like, you know, you're walking your horse, you're here, they're here. You walk together. No, without boundaries. If a horse hasn't learned, Hey, I'm the human over here. And if you, if you push me, I'm going to go way over this way because you're so much bigger than I am. You have 10 times the way I do. I can't outmuscle you. You have to teach them. I'm a human. And it's not cool to push me. It's not funny. I don't like it. Um, or drag me, right? I can't step on me. Like he'd push me over and step on me. Not funny, not cool. So boundaries are important. Hold on a second. I'm getting so much. Hold on from your ancestors. They're saying that if you learn boundaries quickly, they're also talking about boundaries for your job and your time. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. A lot of people don't discuss this, but what they're telling me is boundaries around your time. In other words, I don't have any boundaries around my time. Right now, it's almost midnight. This is when I do a lot of my videos. Everybody else in the house is asleep. It's really kind of late to do videos, but this is what happens. I never like set a no button, like I'm doing it. I'm just going to do it. When you don't set boundaries with your time, 
it can actually work against you. Sometimes you have to have your own boundaries for yourself. Like you can have it with food, what foods you will eat and you won't eat. You can have it with workouts. You can have it with like, what's too much? What's not enough? You can have it with going out. You can have it socially with drinking. You can have it with everything. But the more, but they're saying specifically it's time. Some of you are putting too much time into something that's not working for you. And you need to realize it's time to pull out and switch gears. And they're not saying they have to give up completely. This could be very specific for someone, but they're saying that if it's not been working for a while, and they're saying it is, can apply to a business if you're an entrepreneur, or it can apply to a spouse. It can apply to if, it, if it's, it's not been working for a while and you've been trying, they're saying it's not going to change. You have to change. And as you change, the business will change and then the other people around you should change. And if they don't level up, see, this is what happens in the ascension process. When you're trans, you're transmuting everything, you're transforming everything and you do it in levels and layers. And it doesn't happen all at once because it'd be too much for you. So you do a little bit now and a little bit later and then a little bit later on. And it's not easy. And it's because what happens is you're changing, you're growing, your container's expanding. And this is when you're going to ask for help. Angels, I need help. Help me do this better. Help me be more efficient. Help me see things that I'm not seeing. Ask those type of questions. It's really important. Um, if you don't, they're showing me really clearly. If you continue the way you're going, you're going to have a disaster on your hands. And they're saying it's going to, it could be financial because you are actually pushing people away from you because you're doing too much. Boundaries with time. For somebody or a few of you out there, this is important. You need to hear this, understand that you need to start having boundaries. And that's a good thing. Go to bed earlier. I got to take my own advice, right? Take more time with people instead of always working, being, being a workaholic. You guys are workaholics like I am. You're spiritually connected. You feel a great responsibility. But it can be a burden to use your gifts to better the future of our world. I understand that. But don't shrink away from that because that is what you're here for. And all you have to do is remember your greatness. As I always say, you are, you are a limitless being. You have a divine spark of God in you. Let's see what the animals said. They gave me five cards today. Five is my lucky number. And the first one you got was the lizard spirit. Dream the world into being. This little lizard, this little gecko, he's so cute. He's on two little stalks. We have geckos here where I live all over the place. They're so cute. Um, you can dream the world from your mind. You can make it happen. You can make it real, 100%. So they're saying whatever's in front of you, whatever has been placed in your mind, whatever that sole purpose is, they're saying, just start. You know what, guys? It doesn't have to be perfect. Like, as I shared with you many times, right? Doing this was something that I really didn't, I mean, it took me a long time to say yes to it. And God was asking me, what an idiot I am. I'm sorry. Jeepers. What a 
jerk. I mean, when God asks you to do something, you should freaking do it, right? I, I just threw up too many roadblocks. And you guys might be doing the same thing. I'm and they're telling me whatever is placed on your heart is there for a reason, because only you can do that thing. I can't do that thing. I don't have the qualifications you have. And he picks people according to their hearts, not the exterior, not the house you live in, not the money you make, not what you wear, not how you look, just your heart matters. That's it. Just this thing right here. Heart and your soul. Koi fish came through. There's always enough. Some of you are living in the lack mentality of there's not enough, just exactly what I just said, money. There's not enough time. There's not enough of me to go around. There is more than enough for everybody to win and win and win. Just start. It's just like writing or riding or going to the gym, anything new. You suck in the beginning. It doesn't matter. You know, you might be nervous. It might feel weird. You might sound funny. It doesn't freaking matter. Just start. And more you do it, the more confident you'll be, more confident you are, the better you'll do. That's it. Stag spirit came through. This stag is so gorgeous because it always reminds me of like Christmas. So it's like a white stag and on it's, it's got the white antlers and then it's got the, um, um, it looks like to me, these feathers are hawk feathers a little bit. And it says, take the lead. Again, with your soul and your purpose, you are the only one who can do it, who can complete it. It's like Frodo in the ring. If he can't do it, nobody can. Take the lead. Don't be afraid. You can do this. All you have to do is remember who you are. Seriously. You are a divine being of limitless capabilities. Freaking limitless. If you guys struggle with having a vision for yourself, hit me up. This is my superpower. I have visions for people so easily. It's my thing. It's my jam. You can't do this for yourself. You've got to have somebody help you and give this to you. It's a gift, right? To see someone, sorry, see someone up here when they're down here. That's what I do. Because you are that person. You are that special. Antelope spirit, life is speeding up. The antelope's running. Since we've been in this pandemic, life has changed a lot. It's going to continue to change and evolve. And you have to keep changing with it. Reinvent yourself. I don't care if you're 50, 60, 70, or 30, or 20. It does not matter. It's never too late for you. It's never too late. Dragonfly spirit. Truth transcends illusions. I love dragonflies. I have a thing about dragonflies. It's a long story. I'm not going to tell you now, but um, dragonflies are amazing. They do all kinds of things that they're not supposed to do with their bodies, like the big ones that are so big. You know, they can fly just straight up. They're not supposed to do that because their bodies are too heavy for their wings. They do. Truth transcends illusion. What is the truth of you? And what, if, what have you been believing about yourself? Have you be been believing and expecting the best? You know, good things happen to me. I expect good things all the time. Or have you been believing the old, yeah, nothing happens for me. 
you know, things will happen for me. It, it then becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You have to be active in your thoughts and in your mind and your powerful words. Words carry power. Thoughts carry power. This is how things are created and manifested. For some reason, dragons wanted to come through today. You guys are lucky. You got three dragon cards. And the first one is the white dragon, Omega. Oh, it's so cool. The Omega dragon, if you can't see, it's a beautiful all-white dragon. And in the center, it's holding like this beautiful heart. But it actually looks like it's, um, it looks like the universe, the stars. And it says, harness the divine feminine power of creation. Intention, hold your vision. Birth the higher consciousness. I say this all the time to my clients. Hold your vision. Hold your vision. Hold your vision. What does that mean? That means if you want a Bentley, hold your vision in your mind. If you want to earn how much per year, hold that in your mind. You have to hold the thought in your mind because when you do that, you bring it into this reality and then you're bringing it here and then it starts coming towards you in the, in the 3D, in the ninth realm. That's how you create and manifest things. If it's a person, hold the vision in your mind of this person, how they would look, how great that synergy would be, right? It's, it's otherwise just a fleeting thought. It's in, it's out. Focus your success, your happiness, your prosperity, your abundance, your joy, everything you want in your life. Have that and have it in your mind at all times. The longer you can hold it here in your mind, the faster it will come to you. Then you got the golden solar dragon. So cool. The solar dragon, it's like a golden dragon, right? And it looks like it's actually going around the sun. And it says, helps you stand in your masculine power with wisdom. What? I didn't even read these. Let your DNA be reprogrammed and light codes. Wow activated become an inspired leader wow the omega dragon was the feminine the golden solar dragon is the masculine this right here is a perfect match of balance and harmony i've never had that happen be before ever wow stand in your masculine power with wisdom Harness the divine feminine power of creation. What happens when you put creation and wisdom together? Power. What? And lastly, you got the golden and silver violet flame dragon. This dragon is sitting within an important... Hold on. It's holding a butterfly in its hands above it. I don't know if you can see this, but behind it and below it, it's got um, triangles within um, a circle. And it says, transmute the old around you with wisdom and grace. It's time for transmutation, magic, and healing. Offer service under grace. Wow. There's no way you can offer service under grace without harmony. And harmony only comes with the masculine and feminine are together 50 50 that's harmony wow all right guys well i hope this helped you please don't forget to like share and subscribe 
I love you all. Comments, let me know what your thoughts are. If you like the spiritual laws and you like me helping you out with them, let me know if they work for you. And if they don't, let me know too. And I um, will talk to you guys soon. All right, thanks.